Schmannel. Schmannel. Hello and welcome to Panel Schmannel, where non-experts talk nonsense. Today's Schmannelists are Mira. Hello. Leora. I've had nothing to drink. Lies. <laughs> and Kate. Hello. All right, my name is Rachel and I'm the moderator. There's also Steve, the sound engineer. He's not supposed to talk. Sometimes he does anyway. And if our Schmannelists dip- displease me, I'll be shooting them with a Nerf gun. All right. Don't forget to go to our website, panelschmannel.com. And today's topic is Mad Scientists. Uh, it's an all-female panel in honor of Mary Shelley, who wrote the first Mad Scientist, Frankenstein. Also the first science fiction book, Fight Me. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, starting off with our first question, what if you were a mad scientist? All right. Kate, if you're a mad scientist, what is your evil experiment? I think it's like a... Because I work with customers all day, just a gun to silence people where they think they're still talking and they can hear themselves, but I can't hear them. That would be amazing. I like that you have a silencer gun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bring on the pun. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, Mira, what's your evil experiment? I mean, which one? Give me a top three. Top three. Okay. Um, be really into like human experimental, like transgenic, like chimeras. That'd be cool. Are you making mutants in your basement? Um, if I had a basement, but I don't because I live in an apartment. <laughs> it's extremely difficult to be a supervillain living in an apartment. <laughs> Why is that? Well, you know, your neighbors are all everywhere. You know, they hear when stuff explodes and they can smell things. (laughs) There's no privacy. No privacy. (laughs) All right, so Mira's making mutants. (laughs) Leora, (laughs) what's your evil experiment? This is a very complicated question, I think. Um, I have a couple of ideas, but I think really probably the most evil one of all mm. would be, um, like, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like destruction of patriarchy. Cause that's mean to somebody, but really I think the evil one would be like a litter box that just multiplies the amount of stuff that's inside it. Um, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, instead of like, like from a Harry Potter perspective, you know, like if, if, if we're, that's something that I could easily imagine happening, but it's a, it's a litter box that instead of, um, being like a self-cleaning litter box, it advertises that way. But instead what it does is just multiplies your pain. Yeah. That's, that's pretty evil. That's that's really evil. It's, It's just one of those like minor annoyance things that drives you crazy, but in the end will, will really take a toll. Like I could, I, I think I could do some serious damage that way. I think my litter box does that anyways. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> All right. So, are you trying to take over the world? 
Is Leora's litter box going to take over the world? I really wish there was a visual because shady eyes all day, every day. <laughs> um, I think it would be more than the litter box. It would have to be a line of products dedicated to the minor annoyance that would spontaneously allow multiple types of people to implode. So since not everybody like is a cat person, they're wrong, but they're not. Um, <laughs> I feel as though the cat box is one end, but maybe um, the refrigerator that never like that appears to always have some mandatory item in it, like eggs or mustard or whatever it is for you. Like whatever your mandatory item, like for me, it's eggs. Like if I, if I always thought there were eggs, but there weren't any eggs and then I never had eggs in my house, I would go insane. But whenever I decided that I was done with one of those things, it would transfer over to another item, just like mandatory item blindness. Okay. Yeah. That's, that is kind of evil. (laughs) Low key evil. I like it. All right, Mira, are you trying to take over the world with your mutants? That depends. Do I have to be an administrator or can I just like enjoy the spoils? Because I'm not doing extra paperwork. (laughs) You don't have to be, I mean, you're the boss. What you say goes. I think entrepreneurship dictates that you run your own fucking lab. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not doing any paperwork. That's what I'm saying. Someone else is going to have to do that. Yeah. You'll just create a mutant that does paperwork. Yeah, okay. Go do my taxes. Tax mutant. <laughs> I think they're called minions. You just have to keep making more minions. Many minions. Our robots. I really Robot want minions. flying monkeys. Oh, flying accountant mu- monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> because, yes. Oh my god, the picture's in my head right now. <laughs> Look at the little green visors. Uh, but yes, I will take over the world if it does not require me to do any additional paperwork. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> what about you, Kate? Are you taking over the world? Again, if I don't have to do the administrative part, then yes. But if I have to do all the administration, then no. But I think the point of that would be that I just need to make more minions and keep making minions till I literally can sit back and enjoy the spoils. I just have a vision in my head of you having shot everyone with your silencer gun and just, like, living happily in a silent world where all you can hear is, like, the birds chirping. Yes, exactly like in the Phantom Tollbooth. Exactly like that. (laughs) 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 All right. <clears throat> Have you accidentally mutated yourself yet? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Depends on the product. <laughs> I really think that some of them probably would be simpler to make, others maybe not, but I'm not a details person. Like I can be, but I'm not overall. So there's probably been a slight accident or two where maybe I'm, I need myself and I'm never where I need to be. <laughs> Or alternatively, I'm consistently multiplying until there's too many of me and nobody needs that. <laughs> but alternatively, some one of me would be able to do the paperwork. So, But none of us would be good at accounting. So, well, Would you all be mutated or just the one you? Well, I think the mutation would be that there would just be like multiples, right? So, or so or there, there would either be multiples or none of me or whatever the else I'm working on because... I mean, at the end of the day, it's difficult to get prototypes made unless you can do it on yourself, right? So it's expensive, but you are free. 
<laughs> so at the end of the day. Everyone is else is expensive. I am free. Exactly. <laughs> so accurate. I am not free. It's <laughs> a better answer. Should probably adopt that theory. Mm-hmm. Mira's making faces. How expensive are you, Mira? I'm not going to discuss that right now. <laughs> Depends what you want. <laughs> All right. So how have you mutated yourself, Mira? It depends which experiment I've decided to be working on. I mean, the ideal situation would be like, I have wings. That would be functional wings, not stupid vestigial wings. (laughs) Okay, I've got a question. How do you sleep with wings? On your stomach. You can sleep on your back. They just have to, you wrap them around yourself like a wing blanket. Now I want a wing blanket. I've heard from a reliable source that the only way is really upside down, like a bat. I've given this great thought for many, many reasons. There are many ways you could sleep with wings. (laughs) All right. Do you need special chairs? No, not really. I mean, I guess it would depend what kind of wings you have. Maybe if you had like dragonfly wings. But if you had like, you know, fairly flexible bat wings or fairly flexible bird type wings, I think unless you had some sort of insectoid wings, because they don't bend very much. They're very, like, they don't move as much. It would make it very difficult to walk through a doorway. Also, if you had bird-like wings, like in most chairs, you could just hang them over the back. Yeah, yeah, if... If the, if the back was low enough, I'm rather short, so that would likely not be an option. But I've also considered what sort of clothing I would need. Halter tops. Which, still, I mean, halter tops with wings is just like a badass look. That's also true, but functional. Mm-hmm. Except in the winter. Mm. But what would happen if somebody approached you about, like following you around to collect your shedded wings to make things from do the wings contain supernatural powers on their own or is it just you are there supernatural powers is a supernatural power the wings because people collect feathers oh yeah are your wings like magical if that is a scientific option yes yes they are (laughs) i have a lot more questions I would also settle for having, like, cooler eyes than the ones I have now, which are basically any other eyes. Like, well, how do they get cool? I like your eyes. But how do they get cooler? I don't know. They could be, like, ice blue or, like... Is mm-hmm. it just the color that changes, or did you want, like, cat eyes? Cat or... eyes would also be awesome. Or maybe, like, some freaky lizard eyes. They have contacts for that. What else would your eyes do besides look different? They do what the other eyes do. Like, if they had the cat pupil, you could see in the dark. What about, like, that crazy shrimp, mantis shrimp that can see, like, all the colors that nobody else can see? Would oh, you have those yeah. eyes? So that would be super cool, but they would also be fairly unattractive as they are compound eyes. And most humans do not find compound eyes attractive. I mean, there's I bet a you thing can make for it work. everybody. That's true. There is a thing for everybody. 
And due to the kink law of the internet, there's definitely a thing for this. Yes. I opt for compound eyes. (laughs) I I must learn about this. The kink law of the internet? No, I must learn about the kink of of compound eyes. (laughs) (laughs) It's Googleable, but I would recommend an incognito window. Yeah, okay. Fair. (laughs) Yeah. This is one of those things where my horrible, horrible, like, librarianess is like, I need to know. Do I really want to know? But I need to know. <laughs> there are some things left better ungoogled, but this might, might not be one of them. This is what everyone says, but it's not true for me. Every time I'm like, I really don't want to see this, but I'm going to look it up anyway. And then I do. And I don't regret it. I'm just like, well, that's kind of gross. So in what capacity does your super villainous exist on the internet and how would we find you? <laughs> I mean, there's the, there's the, you can find the image on panel schmanel of me as a super villain called the webmaster. <laughs> she had a dress made out of spiders. <laughs> or alternately out of spider webs. Yeah, we went both routes. Yeah, well, we, we, yeah, we did go both routes, but the, the dress made out of spiders made it impossible to sit down in any sort of a, not gross fashion. <laughs> nudist, non-nudist fashion. Modest fashion? Yeah, that's also kind of gross, though. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, my booty is just all over your stuff. Hope you like that. <laughs> Again, there's a kink for everything. <laughs> oh, I know about that one. <laughs> you can find my supervillain online at mytrivialannoyance.com. <laughs> no, not really. No? I love that. Oh. I thought we were actually plugging websites. Okay. I, I don't know what that website is. Nobody go there. <laughs> yeah, that, that you could seriously get a virus, maybe. We don't know. Yeah. MyTripleAnnoyance.com. <laughs> She's earning her supervillain status. All right. Kate. Yes. What? What was the question? Have you have you mutated yourself? We're really off topic. I don't, I don't know about mutated, but I have this other experiment I want to do where I make zoo animals tiny so that I would have a tiger the size of like a mouse. So I've probably been mauled by something. That is amazing. Thank you. It's just not really evil. It's just something that I would like to do. No, I, I approve of this wholeheartedly. It's a total mad scientist thing. It doesn't have to Elephants make sense. the size of kittens. Would you name him Tiny Tiny Tiger? Obviously. <laughs> Tiny Tony Tiger, please. <laughs> Would it have a letterbox? <laughs> Valid question. I mean, you're obviously the person who wants to know. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> she always has a lot of questions. <laughs> I feel like in this scenario, I'd have lots of tiny feline type animals, so probably. <laughs> like there's cheetahs and lions. <laughs> And tigers and bears. You oh have my. a website. I would like to order one of everything. Tinyzoo.com. <laughs> don't go there. I don't know what that is. The worst part is I'm legit going to look all of this stuff up tomorrow on a library computer where I can't get a virus. <laughs> I'm going to blame you when everything crashes. Mira, the government is always listening. <laughs> I know they are, and I just don't care anymore. You know everything, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't say Google was always listening. I said but they the are government though. is always listening. But they are, though. Once again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no regrets about this uh, question. Uh, none. 
All right, moving on. Do you have some sort of lab? Are you cooking chaos in your kitchen? So we're gonna start with Leora. So from the personal experience standpoint, um, I literally have done that. So like, <laughs> yes, that's, it's the only thing I know. So, you know, why, why, again, why rent out a space or experiment on people who cost money when you can just use the resources available to you? It's worked well for me in the past. And um, I see no reason to scale before I have the revenue. <laughs> I want to know what chaos you have previously cooked in your kitchen. Me too. Overtone.co. That's an actual website you can go to. <laughs> uh, no, but so um, from a non-humorous perspective, my business partner and I literally started in her kitchen. We, um, we made our first product using hot water from her Keurig machine. Um, like it lived in her house until we moved it to my garage and then into its first warehouse. Like... It's a very practical way of doing things, but it does mean that the mutations are probably going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, if you make things in your kitchen where you also eat your food, it's not... You probably want to read a lot of your uh, material safety and data sheets and figure out uh, exactly what's going on. Um, but Duly speaking, noted. Speaking from practical yeah. experience, uh, not mutated yet doesn't mean it's not coming, but the kitchen table operation is definitely... Uh, it's a good founder story, and I think it's probably a good villain story because presumably those are similar. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, Mira, are you cooking chaos in your kitchen, your tiny apartment kitchen? I mean, if I don't have the funding to do it in a cooler place, yes, yes, I am. If you had a cooler place? Like, if I had a cooler place, what yeah. What would it be? So there's this awesome mansion it was for sale like a month ago and it was like a total super villain lair with like a secret exit and like a helipad on top and stuff. Would you actually have a helicopter? It, again, if I have the funding, I mean, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but wouldn't that endanger your flying monkeys? And your own wings? Do you need a helipad for yourself? You do need a landing pad if you've got wings. Like a Could you train the flying monkeys to like avoid the helicopter? <laughs> I feel like that would be a viable option if you're a supervillain. <laughs> I just kind of feel like like if the flying monkeys can't learn to stay away from the helicopter, they're probably not smart enough to help me either. <laughs> they shouldn't be doing your taxes? <laughs> no! No! If the monkey's like, what's that? And it flies into a freaking helicopter, like, no, it should not be doing my taxes. I don't even know why I would be doing taxes if I was taking over the world. This is really, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, I definitely feel like that would be the first thing to eliminate. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. At least taxes for you. I think everyone else's taxes then go to you, right? <laughs> At least that's what I would do. I mean, by being the divine ruler of the universe and Earth as it was, if you did decide to take it over, then yes, I think that you could probably install taxes and just demand that everybody else... Ooh, do you know what? We could team up. Yeah. Because a really trivial annoyance is filling out your fucking taxes. Yeah. <laughs> true. So I really feel like this is a good partnership opportunity. Let's talk offline. <laughs> Are there any tiny animals involved? <laughs> You could hypothetically require people to pay their taxes in tiny animals or also tax tiny animals or tax the items required to house the tiny animals. I, I am all for taxing dogs that I don't consider big enough to be dogs. Fair enough. I think that we have an opportunity here. Mm -hmm. uh, or we can pass a law that requires everyone to have a very tiny animal. 
and pay taxes if they don't. It would be like Pokemon. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> All right, Kate. Are you cooking chaos in your kitchen? Where Given are you tight? That I have also actually done that? Yes, probably. At least starting out until I can afford a fancy lair. What did you cook in your kitchen? Props for movies, mostly. <laughs> Fake rubber knives and uh, at one point dog poop that was made out of pudding, chocolate pudding. <laughs> I feel so left out not having cooked enough chaos in my kitchen. There's still and, time. And she's right, you should you should read the labels you before read you take anything out of those containers. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving right on to the next very pertinent question. Do you have poison control on speed dial or are you winging it? Poison control doesn't want to talk to me. I'm trying to fuck up their day. <laughs> if I have them on speed dial, it's not going to be really effective. <laughs> I feel like as a supervillain, if I'm not in control of my own poisons, what good am I really? So I think day one, right? Like you come up with the idea, you're like, fuck it. Supervillain is the life for me. And then you start getting like, you get your Google on and you're like, well, how do I avoid killing myself and just opt for the positive mutation? And if you miss, you deserve to die. So poison control plays really no role in this for me. Yeah. Only the strong mad scientists survive. What about you, Mira? Poison control or winging it? As someone who has actually called poison control... Um, I don't really think they'd be super helpful, especially <laughs> if I was working with compounds they were not familiar with. I'm guessing the last call did not go well. Nope. Nope. They asked me how old the child was. <laughs> and I was like, uh, 32. <laughs> and there was a pause. <laughs> <laughs> and as it turned out, the company that made the compound I had consumed no longer existed. So that made figuring out what it was a little tricky. Oh so yeah, they're not helpful if it's not something that's currently on the market. Especially if you're making something up from scratch. They don't know, any, they don't know what they're doing. No, they can't help. All so right. I would not bother calling them, no. <laughs> All right, well, I feel like that kind of, like, tipped Kate off as what the answer should be. But go on, Kate, it's your turn. Well, and, and actually, uh, I heard a podcast on this, and it depends which department of poison control you call, because apparently the one in Chicago is really good. <laughs> so I think I would just kidnap those people and keep them in my basement once I have a basement. <laughs> I, I really feel like there's an opportunity for, like, to visualize what would happen if, like, the FDA came through and, like, your product was determined to be, like under their jurisdiction or for some reason you were like, I'm a supervillain, but I'm going to just register with like the proper American departments anyway. And like they come through and they're like, excuse me, your lines are crossed and we can't have any of this. Here's like your official citation. You're like, God damn it. Like, mm. Also, I could be wrong. It could be a different city, but I remember it as Chicago. So we're going to go with that. Is it a good thing that they're really good or is it out of Apparently, practical there's use? Like, there's like one guy who's been there for 30 years and he knows everything. So I think that's the guy. <laughs> you just need that guy. You just need that guy. Well, you also, I, I feel like with the, your, your products, I mean, sure, with the, with the fridge, but I don't understand why the FDA would get involved in your litter box. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but the egg thing. 
Yeah, well, sure, with the, with the eggs, but... With the eggs, sure. But, like, FDA or, like, relevant government departments. Like, <laughs> like, what if I called, like, the patent office and they were like, have you offered these up for sale yet? And I'd be like, yes. And they'd be like, well, can't patent it then. And I'd be like, God, no. And somebody else would steal my multiplying litter box magic idea. Again, kidnapping is obviously the answer here. I mean, I really feel like that that would require more employees than I want. I do agree with kidnapping, and I don't think it would be that hard. Can I borrow your flying monkeys? Yeah. Actually, I'll do it for free. Oh. Yeah. I am not free, but I do like the idea of kidnapping people. I see the motivation. (laughs) That would just be fun. (laughs) That's fair. It's another Saturday night in my kitchen. Well, you have a lair. I think we're all coming to you and your lair because our kitchens are full of things that might mutate us or kill us. I mean, the kitchen until I can afford the lair. And that is a convoluted process that turns, you know, you know, you have to do it in the supervillain way, which is like the most complex plan you can imagine. So the plan is to like buy topaz and turn it into diamonds. Wait, but like, or how how do you get dumb. your first corporate lease as like a supervillain? Are you like, what broker do you call? <laughs> hello, I'm looking the for mob. A... Acme. It's always Acme. It's, always... <laughs> it's like, hello, I'm looking for a private island that I could carve a skull into the top of, and the mouth should really open wide enough that I could build this whole infrastructure inside. Can you give me a rundown on what you think that that could take? <laughs> I've done a lot of leases recently. <laughs> These are all valid questions. I've never done a lease in my life, so... I wouldn't recommend it. I believe it. you. Kidnap the person. Avoid okay. the lease. Right steal their land. Make tiny animals. I feel like being a real estate agent for villains would be, like, the best job ever. What about a therapist for supervillains? <sighs> Weird. Business coach. <laughs> okay, Steve has a point. I think being a life coach for a supervillain would be fucking amazing. That's what I does. Not for supervillains, but still. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the best evil you could be? Because I feel like you're just not giving it your all. Did the litter box only need to multiply by 20 times, or could you have gone for 50? Let's talk revenue. <laughs> I, I feel like the project that you should work on this week is, you know, more minions. You just haven't been making enough, and I think that's what's holding you back, really. Mm. Yeah, and the evil league of evil is watching. Yep. <laughs> so beware. Yep. Have you pleased Dark Horse yet? <laughs> is there a supervillain union? Because there should be. That would be amazing. There should be a it's called the evil union. league of evil. What would right. the union be standing up against? Like, like, what would the purpose of the union be? Because typically, like, you need collective bargaining rights, and I feel like a, a union of supervillains would not collaborate effectively enough to elect a leader to do the thing. No, but I think the Minions should totally have a union. The The Minions should should have have a union. They need the best, best health insurance. (laughs) Excuse me, you have me... insurance. You have me... Say life insurance. You have me working in your kitchen. I'm not sure what these things are. You've hidden the MSDS or burned them all. Is there something we could do about this? Also, you duct taped the uh, poison control guy's mouth, so... (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm tied to a chair. (laughs) My rope burns need help. And my Listen. kung fu training has not been going well. <laughs> Listen, if you don't enjoy rope burns, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> Didn't you read the job description? <laughs> I'm making this like way more corporate than I intended. I'm sorry, you guys. It's actually think, hilarious. I think though. the minion job market must be like oversaturated or they wouldn't keep doing it. 
There, there must be too many people wanting to be minions. Like, well, well, that's why you have to make your own, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you can't ensure total loyalty unless they're they're like produced like on mass, right? Like if they that's know nothing else. That's why I've always thought else. robots are the way to go. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Until they develop AI. That's also true. That's that's the danger. And that's when they form the union. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really enjoying all of this corporate evil over here cuz yeah, corporate evil is like actually real. I mean like for sure, but also to be fair, uh, no. No, just no. No, corporations are just evil. I mean not all of them, but should I not be on this panel? Am I too qualified? <laughs> Leave! <laughs> you are banished! Oh my God. <laughs> right, though. Not all of them are evil. Just most of them. But, 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 I was promised so much just now. <laughs> also, HR department's super evil. They're all called Susan... And they're all 40. Which is not necessarily evil. (laughs) (laughs) But that, when they all have the uh, hang in there cat poster over their desk, that's pretty evil. I have no questions. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of experience. Though I do have to say, I have met unevil people in HR, and they are wonderful, magical gems who would totally fail in evil union industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I have also met the opposite. Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. So, since we are apparently mostly living in apartments, <laughs> guys. Two-thirds of us are. Two-thirds. How much do your neighbors hate you on a scale of crossing the street when they see you to marching towards your house slash apartment with pitchforks and torches? I have another relevant experience here. Because it's not the neighbors. It's the mailman. <laughs> so was there, was there pitchforks involved? What did you do to the mailman? Well, okay. So we were like shipping everything out from my partner's house because we were making it in her kitchen. And that made sense. And USPS has a function that says, oh, do you know what this... I already am the supervillain that I said I was going to be. (laughs) Because, okay, so USBS has this function, right, Um, where you can schedule a pickup of packages. Mm -hmm. And you go online and you uh, say, I have packages ready for pickup at my door. I've already Mm -hmm. gotten the postage. I've done the thing. Um, They will be placed at this location at my house. Please pick them up. And, Mm -hmm. And your postal worker is supposed to collect them. Uh, scan them, take them to the sorting facility and begin the process so that it saves you a trip to the post office. It's good for returns, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we were basically fulfilling our first orders for the first four or five, nope, hang on, eight months out of Megan's house. And her, um, her postal worker was not super thrilled at the idea that first we started with like, three to five, you know, and then it Mm -hmm. was a week and then it was three to five a day. And then it was like piles of them. But the website did not indicate that there was a limit to the amount of packages you could have picked up. And then one day he knocked on the door and he was like, I am not fucking doing this. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, 
you knew this was coming because we made the order online and it said, we have 50 packages for you to pick up today. And they're all like, you know, you can hold them in your hand. They're not super big. But he's like, I am not doing this. <laughs> and he's like, refused to pick them up. Like we called the post office. They're like, yeah, that guy's a real dick. And then, <laughs> and then he disappeared for like three months and no one knew where he was. And it was just like, I... I sincerely thought there was some like shady shit at play. I was like, where did you like, did we really like, so this is, I think must be subliminally where I got my idea from, because if you slowly (laughs) add packages on a daily basis to the amount that somebody has to do to put into their truck, no matter how you organize them or bin them or offer to carry them to the truck and then whatever, because all they do apparently is take it to the post office and put it in the package drop. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care if you do that. I have to make more of these, like just take them. Um, I did cause somebody to implode by minor trivial bullshit. It, this is the job you were meant for. Oh, clearly. Okay. I I work at a shipping store, and yes, that will drive them crazy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but as far as I know, no, there is no limit to the package drop-off thing. Mm-hmm. We have we have people who come in with piles of packages and give them to us, and then we give them to the postman. There's really no difference between giving them to us and giving them to the post office other than... It's just who implodes first. Yeah. It's a game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. All right, Mira, you've got flying monkeys. Do they throw poo? Do your neighbors hate you? (laughs) Um, You mean right now, actively, or...? Is there a story we should... (laughs) Not a relevant one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, do your neighbors hate you right now? Uh, I don't think they know my name yet. That's not not the problem, though. Okay. No, no. No one's coming after me. That would be so dumb. (laughs) No one in their right mind would come after me. (laughs) Is that a threat? (laughs) It sounds like a threat. It's not a threat. It's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So say you start making mutants and you've got the flying monkeys. Do yes. you think your neighbors hate you then? What would make them hate me? Or do they hate me? Would they hate you with fly- if you had flying monkeys? Uh, I mean, they might hate the flying monkeys, yeah. I can imagine the uh, um, apartment manager... Would have much to say about that. Um, you know, they would send me a lot of passive-aggressive emails. Um, and I w- would email them back and say, oh, yes, I will take care of that, and then not do it. <laughs> Who regulates flight? Is it the FAA? Yeah, but it has to be if it's over a certain height, right, Steve? Yeah, it depends how high the monkeys fly. Yeah, that was my next question. So if they're just, like, hanging out in the apartment pool and throwing poop at each other and cackling maniacally. But can you even imagine a monkey that, like, attacks photography drones and just, like, systemically picks them apart? But then they would need FAA qualifications. Mm-hmm. Well, would it be, like, drones where you have to, like, register each monkey? <laughs> that's my question. <laughs> <laughs> I need to register Fred. And there's Bob and that's George. <laughs> yeah. I'm going into the vet. George I need a registration for Watch all of for these George. monkeys. <laughs> and they'd be all like, what species of monkey is this? <laughs> Not important on the species, but they are qualified for up to what number of feet? <laughs> 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 all 
<laughs> I need a flying monkey license. His name is Eric. <laughs> His name will never be Eric. <laughs> Eric will be the name of the poos that they throw. <laughs> would you give them like human names or would you be like more like uh, cats where it's Rum Tum Tigger? No, my cat's name is Ophelia. So clearly they would have, what's your lizard's name? Norbert. Yeah, they would have human names. Or they would have book names. Like? Like characters from books. Oh, you know, okay. I could name them after. Like George, you know, George would obviously have to be a monkey. Mm-hmm. I would have to have at least one George. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And maybe sure. I would name a few more of them after, um, what are the little blue guys from, uh, a lot of little blue guys. Were you thinking like Terry Pratchett, We Free yes. Men? The, yes, those guys. Yeah, you should totally name troublemaking flying monkeys after the... Uh, uh, name Jacques, We Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger than We Jacques, but not as big as Big Jacques Jacques. Is We, we Jacques with an O-U-I in front of it or a W-E in front of it? Like, yes, Jacques, or... W-E. 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 Oh, like, he's very small. S- smaller small. Jacques. Okay. Yeah, yeah, smaller yeah Jacques. No, they're... they're Despite the fact that their names are Jacques, they're rather you Scottish. Have, you could have, you know, Wee Jacques, which is W-E-E, and then Wee Wee Jacques. Which is <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would also have to have a Wee Wee Jacques. Wee Wee Jacques. But there needs to be a Parisian contingent, which is the Wee Jacques. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We'll one that's just called Jack. <laughs> That's and the American John. one. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Kate, you've got all these tiny animals everywhere. Do your neighbors hate you? I mean, since I live in an apartment and I'm breeding tiny animals, I'm guessing that at some point there'd be an infestation of, like, tiny tigers. So, yes. <laughs> They're running to the ductwork. <laughs> yes. Eating the neighbor's fur. I, I don't know if the neighbors would like that because they'd probably kill all the, the other things that are in the tiny ductwork or, or if there's just too many of them. Do tiny tigers try to gnaw on your toes? Probably. They're carnivores. <laughs> yes, Mira. I just want to see you make a bunch of very tiny panda bears, and then yes. someone would be like, oh no, I'm infested with adorable tiny panda bears. This is the best day ever. <laughs> exactly. I, they're, like, they're like teddy bears, but real. I would like to put in a request for tiny red panda bears. <gasps> oh, oh, yes. My goodness. <laughs> If I'm making, like, tiny monkeys, too, then there would definitely be an infestation of something. Tiny flying monkeys? Sure, why not? Let's Any of nuts. your Jacques-named monkeys must be tiny. Wee <laughs> <laughs> oui, wee oui, Jacques yes. needs to be a tiny one. Wee wee Jacques, and also, also, also just regular wee Jacques. <laughs> I mean, to get to the tiny ones, I'd probably have to go through several sizes, so that can be all the Jacques of monkeys. They would call each other Frère Jacques. <laughs> if they didn't, we can make them. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I would include um, human enough larynx for them to sing Frère Jacques. <laughs> this would also be a part of the, the, the transgenic research. I want to be clear, I don't want to shrink ray, though. I want to just have tiny animals. I feel like the silencing gun comes in real handy there, because the smaller that animal gets, the smaller that larynx gets, the yeah. more annoying that squeak gets. Yep. Shut them all up. Yep. I don't know. I feel like tiny tiger roars would be adorable. Yep. 
<laughs> I, I desperately want all of this to be real right now. <laughs> I, just, I just want a zoo I can keep in my living room. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I want it so bad. Right? I'd really love to introduce you to this fabulous concept. I believe they're called animal crackers. They come in boxes that look yeah, like zoos. Yeah, but they're gross. I don't like them. <laughs> I think they're delicious. Although they have recently and familiarly been freed from their cages, apparently. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Wait, it doesn't look like a cage anymore? The, the animal crackers, they redesigned the boxes because of PETA. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd think I'm kidding, but I'm not. No, I no, that you know what? I, I approve of their idea, but their methods are wacko. Um, <laughs> yes, animal crackers are... I am familiar with animal crackers, and they're a great deal of fun because, you know... You gotta bite their heads off. My, well, they scamper around and have a good time first. My my babysitter used to call the ones with that were chocolate covered dark meat, and the light ones were white meat. I feel like this explains a lot, but it also, why? <laughs> because the chocolate ones are dark meat and the light ones are white meat. Rachel, do you have a lot of questions? Here. <laughs> it's just a vague sense of horror. <laughs> This is standard. <laughs> Usually I shoot the person that gives me the vague sense of horror with a Nerf gun. But the babysitter's not here. No, and he's probably, you know, old by now because I haven't seen him in 20 years. <laughs> but that is what humans do tend to do. <laughs> Aging is a thing, apparently. <laughs> I'm doing my best to not do it, but you know. <laughs> You know what I have heard is that they are starting... So I first read about this in um, a Margaret Atwood book. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know it's horrifying straight off the bat. But then I learned that people were actually starting to... I mean, all of her all of her really horrifying, truly horrifying stuff is based off of like real life stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So then there was um, the thing where I recently saw a report about how there's some, some kind of investigation into whether the blood of the young keeps the old from aging quickly. Oh, well, that's not oh, horrifying yeah, no, at all. They, they do lots of studies like that, mostly with mice. The, the most recent thing is like recycling younger mice stem cells and putting them in older mice. Do you think that it's actually literally blood or is it stem cells? Because no, one is I creepy heard it and stem one cells, but there's also, I have also heard one where it was like pl plasma. Yeah, and it was like a transfusion. Yeah. Yeah, which is what Atwood talked about. Which mm. is which apparently gives the older mice better memory, as I recall. But again, any experiment you do on mice does not tend to work on humans. There is an existing for reals human being who does this. And he is actually a supervillain. What? Do tell. Wait, they do blood transfusions? He keeps, he keeps blood boys around to transfuse their, their young blood into his old evil body. Is it working? I have no idea. I mean, to be fair, Picasso believed in the same thing. Like he would, he believed in the power of like, um, I forget the word used, but like basically where like you touch, like you own a possession and then it possesses your qualities and anybody who owns it after you can possess your qualities. Or if you touch somebody, you can gain something from them. So he used to like be around in some capacity, like, young children and like, like touching the tops of their heads so that he could like infuse himself with their youth. And there was a story about, th this is all art school shit, right? But there was um, this story about how he um, 
had like a jacket he wore, but like he didn't want it anymore. And, uh, but was obviously scared to get rid of it. But his partner at the time, like took it from him and gave it to the gardener. And he had like a total freak out because he's like, the gardener now possesses my magical painting ability. And how dare you? And he went and like, took it back. Like Picasso was a real dick. It's moral of that story. And also probably a super villain. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think most likely given the stories about Picasso. Yes. <laughs> that is one of many. I am learning so much. <laughs> Did he have flying monkeys, though? No. Flying no. tiny monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, there's a lot of tiny squeeing happening right now. <laughs> Think we broke Rachel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't hear the squeeing. It's too shrill for the microphones to pick up. Mir's making like the best faces and I'm just dying. I really feel like if you're 15 or under and you can hear things at this decibel, you should probably move your headphones at this time. <laughs> you should give yourself super ears along with your super eyes. No, my ears are too good already. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't want good ears. <laughs> you don't want to hear what the neighbors are doing. I don't want to hear what the neighbors are doing. I, I can also hear don't... what the neighbors are doing anyways, so I don't need better ears for that. It's, uh, it's insane. I don't want better ears, better eyesight, sure. You know, maybe better, I don't know, smell? No, I don't want better sense of smell. No. No, no one wants that. And nobody wants a better sense of taste either. No, yeah. I don't know. I might want a better sense of taste. That might be interesting. No, no. Do you want a better sense of touch or would that be horrifying? Would you no longer be able to wear certain clothes? I think that would be horrifying, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think the sense of smell would be good if you could, like, control it in some way. Mm. New tiny annoyance idea is, like, it. you're either a super taster or an under taster at any random point in your life. And you never know which it's going to be. So you have to carry around salt with you at all time or, like, anti-salt with you at all times. Anti-salt is anti-salt. I don't know, but somebody's got to make it. Potatoes. Potatoes are anti-salt. If something's oh, too salty true. that you're cooking, you put potatoes in it. You have it. to carry potato skins and salt. And depending on what you are at any given meal, you're either horribly offended by the level of salt I, or it's I, like flavorless entirely. I really like potato skins and salt, so I feel like I would just end up eating those most of the time. <laughs> Convenient. Yeah. You just have a snack with you at all times. All right. So <laughs> never mind. Scrapping that one. <laughs> Not evil enough. On to the next. Did not mark a test well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm out of questions. Um, is there anything you want to add to your supervillainess, your mad scientistness? I just really feel like we've completed in the true tradition of um, sh- oversharing our real secret desires and plans to be easily thwarted by anyone else. So I feel as though we've done particularly well in uh in this field and and really joined the uh the cohort i mean we could start monologuing but that would probably take too long Mm. no also if we monologued maybe someone would have time to stop us so don't monologue no Mm -mm. cackle maniacally every now and then oh yeah yeah you gotta do that who's the superhero that stops you i've got it the super villains union would be against monologuing (laughs) yes monologuing is dangerous and i know it's tempting but you should not get caught in that trap 
Can you imagine the propaganda poster? So it'd be like, live longer, talk shorter. (laughs) I want you to shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is where the silencer gun comes in handy. Silence is golden. Kate, we need to team up and make tiny, tiny dinosaurs. Yes, we need to do that too. Cloning dinosaurs is clearly evil and we need to make dinosaurs, but we also need to make them super tiny and cute. Yes. I would also like to team up with Kate and go to very expensive concerts and silence the singer. (laughs) I like this plan also. (laughs) Just for fun. (laughs) But only like, like until the sound guy, like once he goes up there, you turn it off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's a constant back and forth. Well, this is where, this is where the, where the, the little annoyance comes in. Because it's not any of this, any of the sound either, no, right? It's no. it's actual human. It's the human, and they all think it's a sound right. because the, the human should still be able to hear themselves. Right, the like, singer still thinks they can hear themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the sound guy is like, or the sound person is like, you know, well, what's actually happening? And they're like trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, it comes back on for a second, and they're like, okay, but like, really, what was the problem? And it stays on for just long enough to assume everything is set up right. And it goes off again. Exactly. So you'd be Steve's worst nightmare. Yes. Oh, hi. <laughs> He's nodding I mean, vigorously. Assuming, yeah. assuming we aren't already. And he won't yes. look in this direction either. <laughs> don't make eye contact. Nope. He's like, you are dead to me. <laughs> Leora, why don't you come sit on our panel? He said, it would be fun. He said, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm having fun. <laughs> More wine. <laughs> Mira hasn't had anything to drink either. Nope. None of us have. I don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm an upstanding, sober citizen. Might as well be in Utah. <laughs> All right. I'm calling it. That's our panels for today. So thank you to Kate. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. Mira. Bye. And Leora. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget you can go to an actual website that you should go to not a virus panelschmanel.com to check out our hijinks i'm rachel we're out of here